याद है एक दिन मेरी मेज पे बैठे बैठे सिगरेट की डिबिया पर तुमने एक छोटे से पौधे का एक स्केच बनाया था आकर देखो उस पौधे पे फूल आया है नाउ इफ यू सी दिस इज बाय गुलजार एंड द मेटाफर एंड देर आर दिस इज एट अ मल्टीपल लेवल सो वन कैन सी लॉन्गिंग वन कैन सी वेटिंग वन कैन सी ग्रोथ मैच्योरिटी देर आर मेनी थिंग्स वन कैन फाइंड इन दिस मेटाफर एंड ऑफकोर्स वी डोंट वॉन्ट टू लेबल इट ऑल्सो बिकॉज फॉर डिफरेंट पीपल इट कैन बी डिफरेंट थिंग्स बट द होल पावर ऑफ मेटाफर एज द टॉपिक ऑफ टूडेज पॉडकास्ट इज इज टू गिव लाइफ टू वेरियस थिंग्स इन अवर लाइफ एंड इफ यू सी द enrichment of language or giving meaning to language or meaning to life sometimes is done by metaphors so one may argue whether lang- metaphors are there in language or language itself is a metaphor and let's try to explore that topic in today's podcast welcome to 13 13 is a podcast about being and creating in this podcast we acknowledge the mundane and celebrate the everyday Here we interact, read, and share experiences with an intent to be and to create. Your hosts for today are Prasanna and myself, Shantesh. Let's get started. So the one which I mentioned, Shantesh, uh, by Gulzar, I am sure there are many such by many artists and poets in different languages. In fact, uh, right from uh, English prose poetry to Hindi, Urdu, Marathi. Kannada. There are a lot of such poems and metaphors are used extensively in those poetry, especially in the form of poetry rather than prose. And uh, the power of metaphor, when we say, is actually to transcend. It takes us into a different world altogether. So we are set in a certain context, and suddenly that use of metaphor or application of that metaphor changes the whole thing. So before I give it to you to add your views on this topic, I will like to. share one more uh, from gulzar which i like the most is from his triveni triveni is three liners and what it does is in the first two lines it just sets the context and the third line is like a complete uh, hitting the ball out of the park kind of so he, it's the setup you, i don't have to explain it so maybe i'll just say it and then people can our listeners can uh, guess how it works so first line goes like kal se apne hawker ko change kar do aaj fir bhiga hua hai ek baar and then the third line says 500 गांव correct and, and it's like it's the title of that akbar itself the bhigawa akbar has this title saying that 500 ka dubge pani mein and the person has a problem of roz bhigat akbar kyu maata mujhe so that suddenly changes or shifts the context but coming to metaphors the first part i would like to address is language itself and many years ago i was a little kid one of my maternal uncles in some function spoke in a proper bombaya hindi and somebody laughed he said what's the function of language it's only to communicate no so it doesn't matter how i speak and that was true for me but as i grew older i realized that language has three levels one is the basic form of communication you can communicate and you 
serve the purpose the job is done it's transactional the second layer is expression you can start expressing in language you can not only communicate but a level deeper the thinking language also is that language in which most of the times we are expressing and that expression adds a depth in terms of understanding of what we want to say exactly how we feel when we what say when we say what we want to say and the third layer is beyond expression is actually creating essence or rather breathing life into the context and metaphors are a powerful tool to do that like it said a picture is a worth thousand words metaphors also are very similar they probably are just a couple of lines and they can hit you in many ways not only that they hit you depending on the state of your mind what i mean is that the same line by gulzar depending on your frame of mindset or your probably age group or your context like you said different people will hit it or will get the meaning in different manner similarly at different stages of their lives the same lines will mean them differently and that's really something which i think can unleash the power of language and something which humans have wonderfully created and so metaphor is the third layer which is about expression i would call it a layer of art yeah I, I, and i i agree with you when you say that it may hit differently because metaphors are mostly abstract and whatever meaning you have for that metaphor in your life like what how you relate to it that gives the meaning like for example when you see for example in schools in grammar they teach about metaphor they give this example with dif- difference between a metaphor and a simile they say he fought like a lion in the battle is a simile whereas he was the lion in the battle is a metaphor so it's like directly putting him into the battle now if i take that sentence also that he or she was a lion in the battle i think different people may have different uh, meaning out of it so one may say lion is like the leader who is taking care of their soldiers or whatever that can be one context one can be from a courage bravery point of view one can be from power point of view or some may look at it from anger point of view so there can be various uh uh meanings which one can relate and this in case of lion and battle it is quite simple but i'm just saying in some examples it can be very complicated and uh, it can have different meanings as the one which we took in the beginning today of the podcast of gulzar that akar dekho us paude pe phool aaya hai now this can have different meanings for different people and the way to really relate to metaphor is from within it's not the communicator job for you to feed information but it's for the perceiver or the receiver's job to really find meaning in it and then understand so sometimes you get it sometimes you may not get it and that's why it might feel complex but in a world of transaction somewhere i feel that these metaphors not only breathe life but also add character and somewhere we are forgetting it yeah also if you see in case of art some of the famous art paintings especially sculpture are famous because of that character as you said it is the character given to that art and that comes from the artist and the context in which the artist is so the state of mind of the artist or the situation scenario or uh, the culture in which it is done so i think all those enriches that art otherwise it is just a piece of paper and some paint but then it can transform people's lives but sometimes in art also the deliberate onus is left on the uh, uh, sort of receiver or the perceiver to make meaning 
But then there is another way where we look at metaphor. There is a certain deliberation from the writer, the author. And yet the control is or the choice of making a meaning is with the perceiver. Otherwise, you would just read it in a passing manner and it may not even touch you. But if it touches you, it has a much deeper meaning. It has all the three layers of language. One is of communication, that it communicates the story. And the second is brings an expression. The third is really then starts unleashing the different meanings that it can hold within. And every time then you thereon read the story, uh, what this particular guy is referenced will be related constantly back to this one line or rather one word. And every time it would be meaning differently. And I think that uh, is far more important. And sometimes unknowingly we use metaphors in our day-to-day languages but we aren't even present to it and we don't realize the power and the potential perhaps we don't realize the power and potential of language itself which can be a subject for yet another time but knowing the power of this particular aspect of language or adding character to language is far more important because it then starts revealing different facets not for the receiver, but for you to use language in a far more deeper manner. Yeah. Also, I was uh, referring to some of the symbolic uh, things which comes with metaphor. So language, metaphor, and then comes the symbolic aspect of it. And if we see some of the powerful metaphors have been used in the history, we can see it for creating revolutions. Like, for example, salt satyagraha. Now, salt, there is more of a metaphor. It is to show the opposition against the taxation of the regime or whatever you can say. There was the whole context of British Empire in India, but the whole topic of salt satyagraha for that matter is like a metaphor. And there can be several such examples in history which we can find. But I'm just picking one thing where how metaphors can also be used to connect with broader audience or people. Yeah. Yeah, because then... For somebody, salt satyagraha could be a political move. For somebody else, it could be a movement for freedom, like you yeah. rightly said. And then we don't realize that deeper aspect. Now I'm coming to day-to-day language. A lot of times our, I mean, our education system also does not emphasize so much so that on language, uh, particularly with the masses, that we tend to become too transactional with language. We just want to get our job done. And the moment we realize the power of language, the other two layers, the layer of expression, the layer of art. What do you think will start happening? And particularly with metaphor. I mean, uh, one may wonder, one might wonder that uh, who is going to use these kind of lines in day-to-day life uh, while conversing like Gulzar would. But I'm not talking about creating poetry, but simple metaphors. Yeah, so I think what you pointed out is a very valid point, Shantish. What happens, especially in our education and schooling, if we see the emphasis is too much on theory and it goes to extremes. Like if metaphors and uh, these topics will be part of the English language or maybe in uh, some people who are, who are doing it in Hindi or Kannada or Marathi, they can have in their language. But the just as a side example, if you take mathematics, for example, you see the range right from basic arithmetic. We have been taught trigonometry and calculus. Right. And everything that whole khichdi is done in around 10 years. And how much of calculus do you and I use in our day to day life? 
so i'm not saying that one should not teach or one should not learn that's not the point the whole point is how the language is taught and that's what exactly i remember when it comes to grammar to be very honest the we were given that ren and martin book in our school which has all these things so that's where these examples like he was lion in the war and he fought like yeah. a lion all these kind of <laughs> examples are there which is good i'm not against that but the whole point is how to use it how to make it lighter and as you said day to day life is important and it's okay to use that language but to keep it simple and clear is very important i think it's complicated too much it looks like a burden honestly now i am enjoying it at the mm. 40 plus age i don't think that i was enjoying it when i was in school which is unfortunate the context was missed. not also created i mean on a saturday afternoon when you are speaking with your friend on a telephone landline in that era and you'd say that okay i'm going to open ren and martin it was a metaphor that okay you are sleepy you had a nice meal <laughs> you're going to go to bed so so it's kind of uh, that metaphor we are talking about in day to day life perhaps and unfortunately the language was never kind of the center focus or history or art creative disciplines are never the never were never on the center stage the teachers teaching them were also probably <laughs> equally boring somehow or they managed to dry it out completely that for most it created that sort of a distance fortunately yeah. enough for me the teachers were very interesting and i'm just reminiscing and digressing from the topic but somewhere at that point the mass around you family extended family everybody you know seniors friends all of them uh, sort of focus on maths science and whatever and then you kind of get into the herd and then you only realize the power of this once you are out of it perhaps for me i was soon enough but yeah yeah i completely agree and a better metaphor for books like ren and martin honestly which is i am just saying in a lighter way but is the sound of book which you rarely open that when the pages are stick to each other and it is not open for many years that's the kind of metaphor for those books unfortunately uh, which we should have been referring more understanding the top language in a more better way to enrich our lives but unfortunately that was the case and as and when there were exams or something has to be done some exercises we used to look into it i, I don't want to generalize at least that was it for me i know there were there are some people who have been uh, voracious readers right from their childhood reading different languages different books stories etc which i think uh, it's a person dependent phenomena but in general as you said that was the scenario people focusing on maths people focusing on science primarily and then languages were like just to make sure that you move to the next class to complete the conversation metaphor is like the smell of the paper that when you open a book and you suddenly smell that and it transports you back into some other context altogether it's something that which really has the potential and power to shift the context it takes the ground beneath you and takes you into a completely different field and then leaves you there and not only there but it constantly can keep doing that and really opening different layers of your understanding it is also about something which takes you beyond your comfort zone and that's why perhaps we don't try to uh, understand it or we try to keep ourselves at bay from language sometimes but understanding the power of it probably will really realize that what character we are adding to our life and i think if if we can really bring beyond just transactional more beyond just the layer of communication into our language 
we would perhaps be able to cherish and enjoy life and really be in this moment and explore from uh, going around as well simultaneously any final thoughts prasanna before we complete the conversation yeah i think the way we started with gulzar's lines i think we will complete with gulzar's line on a very different style in fact when he wrote uh, for satya where he says boli bar bheje mein bheja shor karta hai so you can imagine the kind of metaphor he used and then there is one particular line when we talk about meditation cleaning up of our mind and all those things there is one line which says khopdi ki jhopdi mein phatka de <laughs> so with that we can complete today's podcast thank you